everyone, welcome, peoples of the interwebs. Tis I, Christy, and I'm kind of by my lonesome. I don't have Kelly here with me this time. And you're joining me, myself, and I, and a guest um, at Unnerved, a horror movie podcast. And my guest today is my theater friend, Odwin. Say hello. Hello, hello. So uh, he decided to be my Kelly for the day because she decided that she needed to be on her honeymoon in Aruba or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, we decided that we're going to cover Cocaine Bear because it seemed like a fun choice for us to cover just two friends hanging out again. Oh, yes. I love the movie. Love it. <laughs> so Cocaine Bear came out this year, at the beginning of this year, to kick off this wonderful year of horror that we have going on. Because we've had, like, Megan, we have Evil Dead Rise, we'll have in the next Insidious installment, a new Exorcist installment, Russell Crowe being in a horror movie. <laughs> Russell Crowe? Yeah, he's in The Pope's Exorcist coming out, and he's a priest performing exorcisms. Oh, okay. <laughs> the look on your face told me everything of your opinion on that already. <laughs> well, when I think about Russell Crowe, I don't think too much about horror, but... Yeah, maybe no. it'd be good, you know. You think of an off-key lames or <laughs> um, Gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only two that come to mind for me right away. Yeah, him playing a grubby character where he has to use his deep voice, that type of thing. Yeah, I'm overly emotional. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm focusing, I'm squinting every time I look at things. Action. <laughs> um. So our cast, since Kelly's not here, I'm going to click a run through... The important people were cast. So we have Carrie Russell as, uh, is it Sari or? Uh, yeah, Sari. Okay. Of um, Alden, I'm going to butcher this last name, Renrick as Eddie, O'Shea Jackson as David or David or whatever, uh, Ray Le- Leota, there we go, mm-hmm. as Sid, Isaiah Whitlock as Bob. Brooklyn Prince as Dee Dee, Christian Convey as Henry, Margot Martindale as the Ranger Liz, and Jesse Tyler Ferguson as Peter. And this was directed by Elizabeth Banks. Yep. <laughs> so this is an insane hodgepodge of people for a horror movie about a cocaine-eating bear. Yeah, and... <laughs> you know, as soon as I saw the trailer for it, I knew I was going to love it. I, I, it's like, I love movies that are direct and to the point, just like snakes on a plane. I mean, (laughs) there's going to be snakes and they're going to be on a plane. Right. And this, there's going to be cocaine and there's going to be a bear. So, and the bear presumably does the cocaine. Right. He consumes (laughs) the cocaine and it drives her crazy. Yes, in the movie, it, it, the bear is a her. Yes. So let's just dive into it. We're going to spoil the plot, so uh, if you haven't seen it, pause, go watch it, and come back. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we spoil the shit out of all of our movies. Um, so this is taking place in 1985. Right. It is uh, back in a time where everything was pretty much in its infancy. You know, cheesy cars, cheesy music. I'll be cool, but uh, yeah, cocaine was the drug. Espe- yeah, yeah, and no cell phones, so you got none, none of that. That right. eliminates any of that. Uh, no real computer access. 
There was no such thing as Google back then. You couldn't Google what would cocaine do to a bear. That's not a thing that you could do in the past. Um, so we're checking in on a drug smuggler, Andrew, and he drops his shipment of cocaine out of his plane. He attempts to grab it, uh, and parachutes out, but he knocks himself unconscious. And plummets to his death. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. First kill. Good. And, and a lot of drug money, uh, lost because he lost the drugs. Right, and that causes Ray Liotta's character to lose his mind. Yeah. And have to <laughs> go find his cocaine because he owes it to someone else, which I thought, that's a dumb way to really ship cocaine. I mean, really. Just yeah. dropping it from a plane into a forest and then picking it up. <laughs> I mean, just... Gotta be as discreet as possible. It's the <laughs> yeah. 80s. You can't just do it on the corner right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a little parachuting, you know, bits, blocks of cocaine just floating down into a forest. It's not conspicuous at all. No. What if the packaging undid itself and then it was just snowing? Yeah. <laughs> the cocaine. Oh, then we'd have more than just the bear doing cocaine. We'd have little squirrels on cocaine. We'd have little tripper monks on cocaine. Oh, yeah. If it just snowed. <laughs> that would have been actually amazing to oh, witness yeah. an entire forest on cocaine. <laughs> oh, it, it's like that scene where, you know, one of the officers, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Officer Bob, he <laughs> sprinkles some of the cocaine out <laughs> of like the bear. It's like yeah, the bear's just swooning over it, you know. Well, if this is becoming a universe, because isn't, like, Meth Gator, like, officially a thing that's going to happen, and Cocaine Bear 2's already greenlit? I heard greenlit? about that, Meth Gator, and I'm interested in seeing that. So, if we have an expanded universe, does that mean we're going to have an endgame of drugged-up animals fighting each other, like a Godzilla kaiju film? Ooh. That would be Could something. you picture Cocaine Bear versus Meth Gator? Oh, <laughs> I, oh uh, okay. So, it would, uh, Cocaine Bear has already come out. Meth Gator is next. And then Cocaine Bear versus Meth Gator. That's your trilogy right there. Right there. And then, like the Godzilla films, like with Mothra and all that, we got to then introduce a new one for Cocaine Bear to fight. <laughs> Cocaine Bear is the Godzilla of this universe. <laughs> yeah. I ooh, Gamera. Cocaine bear versus Gamera. Somehow the bear gets a hold of a growth hormone that makes her grow to like a hundred times bigger than she normally is and has to fight Gamera who's the good guy. So There we go. Hell yeah. And instead of Mothra we have just giant killer bees. Yes. <laughs> because this is America, quote unquote. This was filmed in Ireland. But oh, yeah. You gotta have bees. Gotta have bees. Because that bear is going after their honey. So now we have giant killer bees going after cocaine bear that really just wants some munchies. Oh, we need to write this down. I, mean, I can see Hollywood. <laughs> I think Hollywood needs to hire us. Jumping right on it. You know? So now that the drugs are lost, we also have um, an instance where Elsa and Olaf, which are two hikers that are also planning their wedding, hiking through the forest, and, and... they're like, oh, look, honey, the cute little bear. It's a cute little bear. Little do they know that bear has already eaten that cocaine that has fallen from the, par like, the plane, 
and has become highly aggressive and attacks the two hikers, ripping Elsa apart and Olaf running. Yes. Tore her leg off, which... Oh, yeah, which was great. Yeah, that's the beginning of the gore. <laughs> yes, at which I will say that this movie did a pretty good job at the bear mutilations. Yeah. Very, and very gruesome and very realistic looking. If there's anything I love the most about this movie is the special effects for the bear. Because everything in it is CGI and there's many times where you couldn't even tell. Yeah, I would agree with that. It, they did a pretty good job with the CGI. And normally I am against CGI in horror movies. If anyone has listened to the show before, I pick it out and I tear it apart because I much prefer practical effects. Mm-hmm. But this movie did a very good job with CGI. Oh, yeah. There were parts that, I mean, you were literally scared for the characters. It it was that impressive. Oh, I'll point out my favorite gore moment. It's one of the bear mutilations with the tree, and it's great. uh, Was that when, uh, I think his name was... Peter? Peter, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Peter's death is my favorite gore moment. So after the hiking scene, we have Dee Dee and her mom discussing their change of weekend plans. She, Dee Dee wanted to go and paint the waterfalls because she's all an artistic type. And the mom's like, no, me and uh, the new boyfriend, we're going to, you and I are going to go with him for the weekend and then we'll come and paint the waterfall another day. And she's a little mad about that. She's like, you're kind of forcing your new boyfriend on me and I don't really like that. Right, so she and her friend, uh, Henry, decide to go on a little trip of their own. Which I love Henry. Yeah. (laughs) So they skip school, and they're going to go find the waterfall themselves. Exactly. And And they find the Coke. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And the kids eat the Coke. (laughs) Which was, uh, when I knew it was going to be hilariously funny, because it, it never occurred to them that what they were doing was just the worst thing you could do they just said you know what i've done this before this is how we do on the streets you know (laughs) henry is like you know he's trying to be a baller so yeah he's trying to be impressive yeah and he's like no okay how much should i do and then she holds up like a spoonful of some kind and she's like this one she's like yeah that's about right and she just tries to eat the whole thing and she's like that's terrible i hate it (laughs) Then he did the same thing. So now both these kids have tried Coke for the first time. And they're, like, in middle school. Yeah. Age. (laughs) Which most would find problematic, but I thought was hilarious. And what's funny is when they find it, they're like, oh, yeah, the, like, rangers and stuff have warned us against drugs. But we're still going to try them anyways. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Oh, and then they were like, oh, we can sell this. It was like, oh, my God, they tried drugs and now they're trying to sell it. Yes, that's the message we want. <laughs> this is how we get kids into drug dealing. Yeah, absolutely. Cocaine bear. <laughs> um, and then we realize that mom got a notification from the school that the kids skipped school. And she's like, I'm going to go find them. And the, parent, uh, the father of Dee Dee is not answering his phone at all. Right. So she's got to handle it herself. She goes to the ranger station, which Ranger Liz has a thing for Peter, who is the wildlife activist. Right. Like, to the point where he doesn't like the word animals. 
Yeah. Just like living beings with fur type of deal. Yeah, she gets her version of dolled up for him or, you know, putting on some nice perfume, which everyone notices. To be, like, really cheap and, like, horrendous. And to mask the fact that she was smoking, because Peter the activist hates smoking, because that's the leading cause of wildfires. Oh, yeah. And she also puts on this bright red lipstick. She... (laughs) It's so bad. She was planning to make out with Peter. And Peter, I don't think, realized that. I think he was like, I'm here to do my job, and you're like... Me and the ranger, we got a job to do. We're going to save these ant- Like, he didn't seem interested in that at all. <laughs> and he didn't get the hint. And so when the uh, Dee Dee's mom shows up, she's like, Hey, can I join you guys while I go find the kids who skip school to hide in the woods and go find the waterfall? He's like, Oh, sure? yeah, that's sure. And, she, and Ranger Liz is like, She's just going to distract you from the work. (laughs) Why? We are supposed to be doing the work, quote unquote. Nah, Peter doesn't give two shits. (laughs) You know, one thing that I I didn't notice until I watched the movie for a minute, Peter is actually the actor who played one of the characters on Modern Family. I didn't even recognize him. That's where I've seen him from. My roommate watches that show, and I was like, it, I didn't put two and two together. I saw him, I'm like, you look very familiar. Where have I seen you from? Yeah, he's one of the two dads. And, and I said, I could barely notice. Because he has on this cheesy wig, he has on a mustache, and he does this southern accent. Baggier clothes, like... Yeah. 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 It was, it was definitely a major shift from what I'm used to seeing him be. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and I, I love this character. I was actually sad Peter's my died. favorite character because yeah. he's just so out there and so over the top in the best ways possible. <laughs> and, and when the little boy says, bears can't climb trees, he was like, of course they can. <laughs> and then he's like, then why did you climb the tree? Yeah. He's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the three of them are going through the forest, and they find Henry up in the tree. This mm-hmm. is, And he's like, yeah, okay, you have to listen to me. This bear is drugged up on coke, and it's mutilating things, and it took Dee Dee, and I don't know what's happening. And she's just like, okay. And he's like, no, I don't think you guys understand. <laughs> and Peter's like, bears are not hostile creatures. You just gotta, like, respect them and everything like that. And he's like... What do you mean? It's literally killing everything it sees. But, you know, adults, they don't believe children. No. 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 So, once they find the bear, because the bear very quickly emerges after this, uh, attacks Liz, Mm -hmm. takes a big old bite out of her leg. So, her leg is missing a chunk. Yes. Actually, like, right behind, like... (laughs) It's like Where a huge, her ass is. Yeah, a huge claw mark on her ass. <laughs> and she runs out and is making her way to the ranger station to report it in. Peter climbs up the tree. They have that confrontation like bears can't climb trees. Well, the bear starts climbing up towards Henry. Mm. Henry makes it up higher. Bear loses interest in Henry and switches to the next tree over where Peter is and mauls him in the tree. And yeah. that's my favorite death. Yeah. Of that, the movie. 
Because it's just long and he's hanging upside down and you can see his torso just slowly getting, like, longer because, like, the bear's mutilating him in half type yeah. of a deal. And then he hits the ground and... <laughs> it was just a thud. <laughs> yeah. that, that kind of shocked me because I, I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> I saw it at the theater, so, yeah, it was, it was wondrous there. I just watched it this past Sunday, two days ago, for the first time. I rewatched it last night. And <laughs> it holds up to you. It was better the second time. <laughs> so during Peter's unfortunate demise, uh, that gave Henry a chance to climb back down the tree, and him and Dee Dee's mom have now fled further into the woods and find a paint path that they're going to track to find Dee Dee. Right. Then we cut back to Ranger Liz. Who is the worst shot ever. And she's dealing with the three guys who found the other part of Coke. Right. Of the Coke that fell out of the plane. That hid it in the gazebo. That also attacked one of the other drug dealers before that scene. Yeah. <laughs> in a bathroom. Now, one of those three died from, from the drug dealer. And the other two are just beaten up. There's, they are, actually no, one no, guy. No, actually. Uh, one is of, hostage and the other two are at the ranger station. Right, exactly. So one is hostage with the two drug dealers trying to find the coke that he hid in a gazebo. Mm -hmm. And the other two are mad that their friend is missing because they got beat up at a fight that they started. Right, and Ranger Liz finds out that these are the miscreants who've been causing her problems. Right, and so... There's a knock on the door or steps on the patio. She thinks it's the bear, and they think it's the guy that they beat up. They try to beat up in the bathroom. When they open the door, it's the bear just chilling on the patio, and Liz decides to shoot, but can't aim apparently, and shoots the back of the head of the guy that answered the door. So he's dead. <laughs> and I swear, when I saw it in the theater, I literally yelled out, "What the fuck!" <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because the bear was, like, right there at the door. All she had to do was point straight, and she could have hit the bear. Or, or had the guy move. Yeah. Like, move out of the way. Move, bitch, get out the way. Like, something. <laughs> and then after she shoots the guy, it was like, oops. Sorry Why were you that. standing there? I'm like, don't you know to get out of the way? <laughs> and his friend was like... You shot him. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Oh, yeah, sorry, my door. bad. <laughs> they do close the door. And then that other guy, he gets mauled, for, like, end of Nightmare and Elm Street, like, mom style. Yeah. Bear, like, slashes through the window and pulls the guy's face through it, mauling him. Oh, there, there's something I really love about these type of films because there's always dumb people around. And I used to not like it because I am a believer in survival. So when I see people doing things that are counter to that, it upsets me. But the stupidity that goes on in this was so entertaining that I yeah. just have to just go with it. Well, you know, like some of their stupidity is because like they've probably done so many drugs. Yeah. Like they're already at a disadvantage, mentally speaking, 
to like problem solve. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least the guys were. Liz, I don't know what Liz, her problem was. I think she's just been so bored for so long and thinking that everything was fine, but also blaming everybody else like yeah. for her problems that she was kind of checked out for so long and now she's presented with an actual problem that she still is blaming everybody else yeah. for. Yeah, even her is sh- gone. And her shooting a young adult in the back of the head and essentially blaming him for being in the way. Yeah. Like, you shot him. You have the gun. You missed your shot against the bear. Girl. So many missed shots. It was unbelievable. Girl can't aim. So we also have now paramedics coming. Yes. Because she had called in. Uh, before that scene. And now we have the two paramedics. One woman who is got so much fucking makeup on. I was like, <laughs> you do not need electric blue eyeshadow <laughs> at two in the afternoon at your paramedic job. And the other guy, he's not taking anything seriously. His uniform is unbuttoned. He's way too chill. Like, these two should, I would not trust to be driving an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the guy who plays in that, uh, his, uh, he's a comedian. His name is uh, Scott Sayus or Cease or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't, as soon as I saw the trailer and that he was in it, I, I knew it was going to be a hilarious death for him. Because... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, even in the trailer, he's the one who kind of sees the bear, uh, even though Liz is trying to get it out that, you know, a bear is in this place. And what yeah. gets me is that when they're trying to go in the front door and it's blocked by a dead body, once they get in, my first thought once they see it is, okay, there's a dead body here. This is now a crime scene. Why are you still going in? Not to mention you had to fight to get in. Yeah. So that means whatever did this is still in there. Granted, he died from a gunshot. Right. (laughs) And then Liz finally utters the word rather menacingly. It's a bear. A bear. (laughs) And he finds it in the back room chomping down on a... one of the the guy who got yeah. mutilated by yeah him. who's like headless now yeah he's headless he's gory and the paramedic's <laughs> name i think is tom and he's like we gotta go and they man managed to get liz out of the ranger station right and onto the ambulance but the lady ambulance driver, she gets in and starts driving and leaving Tom behind yeah, Tom with the bear, been... who's then running towards the open-doored back end of the ambulance with Liz screaming, just leave him! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And what got me is that, again, Liz still has a gun in her hand, and, and she starts shooting once once Tom catches up with it and, and, and hops on. She starts shooting, and he says, don't shoot at me, shoot the big fucking bear. 
<laughs> Again, somebody get this gun away from Liz. She's not good. How many rounds does she have left? Is anyone counting? <laughs> yeah. Well, she just reloads in order to empty it again, shooting nothing. Except civilians, basically. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this ambulance crashes. Yes. Oh, that part was... I, I kept telling her, you know, keep your eye on the road. But no. it's, it's me throwing in logic to dumb situations. And I had to stop myself because I knew where it was going. Yeah, so ambulance crashes and Liz goes out the back end of the car. And she lands face first and skids across the gravel. Yes. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, big old face plant for Liz. And I was kind of... She deserved it. Yes. She wasn't a nice person. Yeah, the bear did catch up to the ambulance and also killing Tom. So now all three of them are dead. And the bear just kind of looks around and just saunters Kind of shrugs. He's like, all right, time to go find the next people to murder. Cool. (laughs) On to the next town. (laughs) So now we get back to uh, Dee Dee's mom and Henry who are following the paint trail. And Henry's like, so... If the bear did cocaine, like, say, like, the baby bear did the mama bear. So, if the baby bear did cocaine, how would the mama bear feel? And she's just like, she already knows where this is going. And he's like, like, would the mama bear be mad at, at her, at the baby bear? And she's like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, but what if the mama bear doesn't find out? And she's like, we always find out. <laughs> and he's like, shit. <laughs> so... She already has an inkling that they found and did cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my favorite line of Henry's is when he says, you know, seeing somebody being killed like that, it does something to a man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Henry, his little one-liners are great. Because there's another one later where they're, like, fighting against the drug dealers on getting out and escaping. And he stands up to them and we're like, who's this kid? And he's like, I'm Henry and I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, same little man. <laughs> and they played the music perfectly when he delivers that line. It was like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, this is the moral of the story. He's the hero. <laughs> Henry is the hero. Let's be real. Yeah. He's, he's the real MVP of this movie. So... Now we cut to the drug dealers reaching the gazebo. Yes. And Officer Bob is on top of said gazebo. Yeah, he managed to climb his himself up to the top and not be able to get down for some reason. It'd be easier to get down than to get up there, I would think. Yeah, but But I think he was just scared to try to get down. But as soon as they saw the bear, that kind of changed. Well... Bob is shooting at them, and he shoots off um, two of one of the guys' fingers. Yeah. (laughs) And he's hiding underneath the gazebo now, and the kid that they kidnapped that had had attacked them before is now laying on the ground because he doesn't want to get shot. He's following orders of the officer. Right. And the second drug dealer, he's about to lay down. But the one hiding is like, hey, can can he grab my fingers quick? He's like, can I grab his fingers? And he's like, yeah, grab him and then go lay down. Yeah. So we had a whole scene of him picking up his two lost fingers and putting them in his pocket. Yeah, like that's going to be <laughs> savable. No ice, no nothing, just put it in my pocket right here. I mean, they don't have ice. <laughs> They're in the woods. So, yeah, Bob is having a grand old time shooting and now the bear shows up. 
Yes, and it's still groggy from the cocaine. But it's, it's coming down. It's coming down from the first high. Yeah. <laughs> and then it finds the hidden cocaine in the gazebo and eats it. <laughs> yeah. Eats it, the it, whole brick. Yeah, it eats the whole brick right in front of them. And they're, they're like, they're no, don't out. eat it. No. And, and <laughs> when that happens, they're just kind of looking. You know, which I was like, what are you all doing? Like, don't, run. Yeah, do don't just look. He was like, no, no, let's, let's see how this goes. Let's see what kind yeah. of response that is. Well, Bob has the whole, like, duffel bag of the rest of the cocaine. Right. And opens up another pack and starts making it snow on the bear. And he's like, yeah, take it. Take all the cocaine. Let's see what happens. And they're like, <laughs> Stop wasting our drugs! Like, that's for somebody that's millions of dollars of cocaine that you were showering on this bear! You know, and... and uh, what a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> what got me is... I, I forget that the entire thing is CGI with the bear, especially in the this point in this scene, because uh, he props... She props down on one of the characters, and... That whole thing was kind of CGI. I thought they were going to use like a guy in a bear suit or some kind of prop or something. Yeah. But I think that part was CGI. And that was impressive because <laughs> I kept thinking that this heavy thing is on him. Yeah. And it, it was They're perfect. like, oh, this, this, this guy needs to like, can't you just move him? He's like, nope, it's a girl. How do you know? Because it's in my face. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, ooh, okay, well, <laughs> it's one way to check. And then the bear comes back to life. Yes. After having a mild, like, power nap, right. <laughs> essentially. And starts uh, going after Bob. I'm yeah. pretty sure Bob dies here. Uh, well, actually, uh, Bob's still up on the gazebo. Oh, uh, the, yeah, the head drug dealer shows up, doesn't right. he? Right, Sid. Yeah. Sid, played by Ray Liotta, he shows up and he shoots Bob. And uh, that 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 was a, a bit of sadness. I mean, just, he doesn't kill him instantly. Bob delivers like a little directional point to where they can go get him. Because there's these little side stories that are going on, you know, with them trying to get the kids and... Um, Sid trying to get his drugs because they owe it to these drug dealers that are bigger than him, you know. Bob has a dog that one of his uh, partners is watching for the weekend while he's doing this. Yes, the cute little dog. <laughs> it's like a little Pomeranian type, <laughs> floofy, tiny little purse dog. Yeah, yeah. With a little bow on the head. <laughs> at first he wanted like a real dog that plays, you know, fetch and everything, but then... He misses it and makes a call to make sure that, the, you know, he didn't give the dog a proper goodbye. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> Likes the cute little doggy. Which his partner also shows up. Yes, shockingly. She She's in on the drugs. <laughs> and that, that throws a monkey wrench into, you know, Bob's world. But then again, he's, you know... He's about to die, so he points them north to find where the bear headed. And he says, I mean, he basically tells the truth. He says, uh, an apex predator 
hopped up on cocaine and you all are going toward it. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Sid also left his grandson, because one of the, of the two main drug dealers that we've been following, he has a kid, and Sid was supposed to be watching the kid in another state. Yeah, Eddie. Uh, Sid's son, Eddie, has a kid who, who's like the worst little kid. Yeah. <laughs> Gets into everything. And he's like, you left him alone? He's like, yeah, for, for how long? You've left, you're in another state. How long has he been left alone? He's like, don't worry about it. And he's like, what? He said, do I look like a daycare center? <laughs> so they make it to the cave. Also, Dee Dee's mom and Henry make it to the cave. They find Dee Dee. Conf- Mama Bear, like, Dee Dee's mom finds out that they for sure did cocaine. She, she... Asked the question, right question. Right. Figured it out. They find two little bear cubs in there, too. Oh, and they're yeah. harmless. They're yeah. just so cute. I mean, they're not hopped up on cocaine yet. Actually, they they did kind of, you know, were... Uh, did they do cocaine yet? Yeah, because... Uh, I thought was, they did cocaine after. That's where the bags were. Oh. Um, they found the bags. And so the little bears were into the cocaine a little bit. But, you know, when... Ray Liotta and his crew show up, it's like, you know, where's the rest of it? Anyway, let's grab this and let's look around. You know? Yeah, maybe we can get some of our money back and everything like that. Yeah. And they just, like, the kid, the two kids and the mom just want to leave. They're like, we don't care what you guys are doing. We just want to go home. Right. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you think we're just going to let you go after you just witnessed all of this drug stuff happening and you could pin it on us and they're like we really don't give two shits and this is where henry's like i'm henry and i'm tired yeah i mean we've watched maulings and people dying we're covered in blood the ranger's dead peter's dead everybody's dead we did coke and (laughs) probably gonna have to go to rehab i mean (laughs) time to go home yeah let's call it a day so, Sid did end up fight, fighting the bear, right? Yeah. And uh, he got tangled up in trying to get another bag that he saw that yeah. was tangled up into a tree, which, while getting that, Mama Bear shows up mm-hmm. and starts, you know, grabbing him and pulling him down, and then she slashes him open. And the little bears are just, you know, pulling on his intestines. Yeah, they're having a grand old time. That's also a very good moment. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Yeah. And everybody else managed to get away. Yeah, they all dove into the water, but not before, uh, I think his name was, I think it was supposed to be David, but it's kind of spelled Davy or something. David or something like that? Yeah. It's D-A-V-E-E-D. And, and he got <laughs> shot, like, near a major artery or something like that. But, hey, Carrie Washington, uh, not Carrie Washington, Carrie <laughs> uh, Russell, she's a nurse. So she manages to, you know, help kind of patch him up. And... Yeah, Henry's like, don't worry, she's a nurse. Yes. Um, so, yeah, and the mom and the kids... Head on home after seeing the waterfalls and dealing with all this shit. And the two drug dealers managed to get to their car. And the 
part the officer's partner who was dog sitting mm-hmm. gives Eddie the dog and all the chew toys are like she doesn't like fetch. But now he has a new dog to bring home to his kid. Yeah. And Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson Junior, comes to grip with the fact that he's lost two fingers and just and, yeah, oh well. he's like, is this dog on any drugs? And he's like, no. He's like, good dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the movie. Yes. I loved it. I, I can probably see it a few more times. It, it was so stupidly entertaining. And it wasn't as gory as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I, I was, was prepared for it to be gory. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, wall-to-wall, like, people being mauled by a grizzly, well, by a bear. But, uh, I like the story, and I like the funny in it. I did like that they added other storylines to it. Otherwise, it would have just been really boring. Yeah. Like, if you didn't have the drug dealer aspect, if you didn't have the ranger and Peter, if you didn't have mom trying to save her kid, like, if you removed all those little pop mini plot points yeah it would have been really boring if it was just constantly people hiking bear killed them right right i mean even movies like cujo had a little kind of subtext in it to where there's a story about survival and things like that but i mean this definitely wasn't cujo cujo wasn't you know funny at all but no (laughs) this had humor to it and other people were just like i didn't see humor in it at all i'm like did we watch the same movie? Because the whole thing, I was kind of laughing at it. Yeah. Especially Peter. Oh, my god. <laughs> That's goodness. why he's my favorite. <laughs> and also my favorite death, because it was in a tree, and then the thud. <laughs> yeah, oh, that hard thud. And, and he was he was missing a leg, just like the first female yep. character in, in, you know, that started the whole thing. Missing a leg in the same way. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, same with the, like, as, add on to the gore. I also watched Terrifier 2 at the beginning of the year, so after that, everything is tame to me. Because Terrifier 2 was wall-to-wall gore. There wasn't a room that didn't have blood splattered on all four of the walls. (laughs) You know, I heard about Terrifier 2, and if you look that up on Google, it's one of the few movies where people have left... Mm-hmm. Because it induced vomiting. Yep, I can I can see how I have a very strong stomach and I will watch a lot of the gory movies, but even that one got me. At there's a scene at the end in the credits that I was like, hmm, I need ice cream and RuPaul's Drake Race. I need something <laughs> else to preoccupy to, my time to and power. Palette cleanse (laughs) what I just watched because that was disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And very few things do that. I have a very strong stomach and usually I'm like, oh, those special effects are great, look very realistic, and I'm like, okay, I could do this, this, and this. No, what they did was disgusting. (laughs) I have to see this. I I haven't seen it yet, but Have you seen the first one? No, no, I'm going to have to do a double feature. I w- yeah, I'd watch them during the day. That way you have a palate <laughs> cleanser before bed. 
type of a deal. Yeah, because I'll definitely dream about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Art the Clown is something, and I do hope that they continue that universe. But the second one outdid the first one by a lot, and it's <laughs> disgusting. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get on into fun facts. There's not a whole lot of fun facts about this movie besides, you know, the true story and all that, but we're going to dive into it. So our kill count on this is 11. Okay. Mm. So uh, it's pretty hefty for it being an only an hour and a half movie of select few people in the woods. Yeah, I expected more, but that's fine. I, I enjoyed it. We've had movies on here that only had like four kills. So like, this has almost tripled that. Yeah. So there, there's that. I only found one tagline, which I know is Kelly's thing, but Kelly's not here, and it was just get in line, which made no sense, except for doing lines of coke, I guess. Oh, get in line. Okay. Yeah, get in line was the tagline, which, if you're unfamiliar with drug terminology and don't know that you do lines of coke, it makes zero sense with right. cocaine bear. Yeah. It, it took me a minute until I said it out loud, I'm like, oh, lines of coke. It took me two days to get that. <laughs> and I just now got it. <laughs> just, just the second. I'm just like, oh, moment, like, oh, it's a line now, of coke. Yeah. <laughs> now I get it. Okay. Yeah. So do you want to talk about the true story? Since uh, you dived into it a little bit. From what I heard about the true story of the cocaine bear, it's uh, back in the '80s, cocaine everywhere. Being dropped from the sky, apparently, through parachutes. And, cocaine on a plane. And uh, this bear got a hold of cocaine and apparently consumed about 75 pounds of cocaine. Now, as far as the any kind of mauling was concerned, I didn't hear any stories about that. But unlike in the movie where Mama Bear survives and she takes care of her two little cubs, uh, in real life, the bear died but of course because it consumed about 75 pounds of cocaine so um yeah that that was pretty much the real story and you know the the writer of cocaine bear decided to you know they decided to kind of elaborate on it and just go from there and i think they did a, a great job and i love elizabeth banks because I've always loved her twisted sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So she was the perfect person to direct it. And I'm glad it got the response that it did because, you know, people were nuts for it. They loved it. They went to go see it. And even when I went to see it at the theater, there was a, a big crowd and we all just cracked up at so many different things. I mean, there was also sadness. I mean, I got... Like, choked up at certain moments, you know? Because it, it was like, you know, this mom going to save her kids. And there, there were touching moments. And, and when, you know, Officer Bob, you know, died, that was like, oh, no. Not Officer Bob. I mean, but... he was doing some pretty reckless stuff on top of a gazebo. Yeah. <laughs> making but... it snow on a bear. <laughs> but the, the way that he did that role... And the way that he passed on, like, this was, you know, supposed to happen, like he was ascending. That was, yeah, that was really sentimental. But I liked it. I, I really liked this movie. And I tell everybody to see it at, at least once. 
Most people that I know who are animal lovers will not see it whatsoever because even though they know the bear is CGI, they still don't like the idea of the bear doing bad things or possibly bad things happening to the bear. So, that's fine. I mean, okay, it's <laughs> it's a fictional, well, semi-fictional movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, like, the 75 pounds of cocaine that he did, um, that pretty much equated to two... Uh, to twenty million dollars in nineteen eighty five money. Yeah. That's how much that coke cost. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fun fun cocaine fact. <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> but that's oh, and the the real life bear was male instead oh, of female. Okay. It was a male bear in in the real story, yeah. so we had to change it to a female bear. Yeah, they had to tug at our heartstrings. I mean, how else would it have cubs and stuff like that? So, okay. It could have been a working dad bear bringing oh. home the bacon. Oh, my goodness. It just occurred to me now. Cocaine Bear had two little cubs, and Carrie Russell was looking for her two little bears. Look mm, at that. Damn. Like, two mama bears protecting their young. Exactly. Damn. That, that gets you right there. That just occurred to me. <laughs> the parallels. Yes. <laughs> Look at that. The nuances. They're, they're going to be analyzing Cocaine Bear later on in film. <laughs> film theory. And stuff and, yeah. Well, it has come to that time where we have to grade this shit. So, what Kelly and I normally do is we have five questions that we scale on a... We grade on a scale of one to ten. Ten being the highest. A combined score of 50 max for each, 100 total. And um, I think I said that pretty close to how she normally says it because she's the one that normally gives that spiel. I think I got it. Yep. <laughs> so first question, was it a good horror movie? I gave it a 7 out of 10 because it was too funny to be a horror, horror movie. But it had horrifying moments in it that still qualifies it so i took off three notches and gave it a seven i was a little bit more brutal i only gave it a four Ooh. but i still enjoyed it i will still watch it again much like half the other movies that like we scored very poorly like willie's wonderland like <laughs> that movie was awful but nick cage made that movie yeah <laughs> not a single word in that movie and he was 10 out of 10 um, how was the acting? I gave it a nine. I gave it a six. I like the acting because, I mean, they really sold their characters. I mean, Henry, Dee Dee, even Ray Liotta, and that, that was his final performance. He, he sold it. Mm -hmm. He wasn't phoning it in or anything. They, they sold their characters, every last one of them. Especially Liz. <laughs> Ranger Liz. She she was that to a T. Yeah, I didn't really have any issues with the acting. I put it above average acting. Yeah. So, um, how were the special effects? Ten. I was still harsh on this. I gave it a six. <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm just so much harsher on movies nowadays, I think, as opposed to when we started this. Because I'm just like... In the beginning, I'm like, 10 out of 10. Everything's a 10 out of 10. It's all enjoyable. And I'm like, no, nah, I got to I gotta look at it at a critic eye. But 
I did notice that there were some instances of, like, blatant CGI. Yeah. So that's why I, I toned it down a, a, a few notches. But it's still above average because it was still good CGI and most of the time. Yeah, I think I give it a 10 mostly because even though I recognize different parts had that CGI look, overall, part of me still felt like it was an actual bear. Yeah. And that, that really impresses me because normally CGI is just so phony. I'm like, ugh, whatever. But this one made me think, oh, you know, get away. <laughs> yeah, the bear was, was the same. It was some of the blood that was obvious yeah sometimes the blood was obviously cgi and i was like mm. that you could have you could have faked your way through with some practical fake blood yeah that's true obviously the bear you could do you had to do cgi there's no way you were going to train a bear to be doing all that um but the mutilation there's so many ways we've seen so many movies that have done really good practical effects where if you're just flinging off a leg just talk to Tom Savini. He's got you. He's done it a million times. <laughs> he knows how to rip someone's leg off without actually ripping someone's leg off and making it look believable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Um, compelling story and interesting twists. Uh, I gave it a nine because I didn't expect it to have, like, a storyline. I thought it was going to be wall-to-wall gore, you know? Yeah. But it actually had, you know, a couple of stories that I was interested in. Which was surprising. Yeah. I gave it a four. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just because there wasn't as many interesting twists, I could kind of guess what was all going to happen. Right. But the stories were compelling, which is why it didn't go lower than that. I was still compelled. Like, it was still a good story. I just could guess what was going to happen. I think I'm biased because I love the movie so much. And that's much. fine. You're welcome to have whatever score you want as your score. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and I are very opinionated, as you can tell by our Blair Witch episode. Oh, yeah. She loves Blair Witch and gave it, like, in the 40s. And I gave it a 16 total. Because I hate the Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. I hate it, too. Thank you. I only saw it once, and I was like... <laughs> I like what Chris Rock said about that movie. He, he said that movie was made with $50,000 and somebody's walking around with $45,000 in their pocket. And they, I was like, <laughs> yeah. That, oh, God. I find that movie incredibly boring and Kelly loves it. She finds it scary. And I'm just like, how? How do you find this scary? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. So, uh, And there was a sequel, which was like... Sequels. There's more than one. Really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh god, no. I'm going I'm going to check. And I know that there was probably a remake. Yeah, there are 5 movies. Oh, no. Oh. We have The Blair Witch Project, Curse of the Blair Witch, Shadow of the Blair Witch, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, and then Blair Witch, which I believe is the remake. <laughs> so <laughs> There's your Blair Witch fun fact for the episode, and Kelly's not even here. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Humanity is disappointing me yet again. (laughs) And lastly, how was character development in writing? Uh, I'd say an eight. I I liked, with the acting, I liked all the characters. You know, they, like I said, they really sold it. And, you know, I I, I like that part of horror movies. Most of the time, 
nobody's selling it because they don't take the characters that they're doing seriously, especially mm-hmm. if their character's going to die. So it looks like most of the actors are just phoning it in. But this one, they pretty much kind of, like, sold who they were. So I like it. Yeah. I gave that a four because throughout the movie, yes, the characters did a very good job at acting. But the characters, I think, as written, could have had a little bit more change throughout the movie, even though it was okay. only a day. See, like, yeah. it only took it place a day. a day. So you can't really progress that much in 24 hours. Right. But, like, maybe the drug dealers had more of a heart at the end for the kids or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, two of them did, so. Maybe Sid had, like, a heart of gold at the... I don't know. Give us us something. (laughs) Something a little different that, even though made no sense, (laughs) would have been such the twist. Maybe Sid shouldn't have been, like, disemboweled and (laughs) watching the little bears (laughs) eat his intestines. So, yeah. Oops. (laughs) So, my score was a 24. And mine was a 43. Yeah, so that is a 67 total. And that's putting it in between Halloween from 1978, hmm. so it's above that, and right below Evil Dead the remake, ah. or requel. Okay. So yeah, that's another movie in the books. Awesome. Yay! Thank <laughs> you for joining me today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. We'll have to have you on again when we do some werewolves, because that's your jam. Yes, I'm obsessed with lycanthropes. I want everyone to know that. (laughs) Getting ready for Wolf Week already this year? Yeah, it's going (laughs) to fall in, I think, the last week of October. For all of those who love Halloween as much as I do, I celebrate Halloween month, where I watch a horror movie every night during the month of October. And Wolf Week is oftentimes whenever the moon is full, like the entire cycle. So it's going to be the last week of October this year. Hell yeah. Yep. So when Kelly gets back, we're going to cover some sequels. And we'll cover my choice because I don't know what her choice is yet. So we're going to cover the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which I think is the best because it's fun. None of the, let's let's let me put it this way. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the sequels are trash, and so are the remakes. <laughs> However, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is hilarious to the point where like even the movie poster is hilarious because they recreated the Breakfast Club as the characters. That's right. So I'm like, you it's the one that doesn't take itself the most serious, and it's hilarious, and I love Bill Mosley's and he's in it, so I'm like, I'm on board, and Kelly I think needs a better light of texas chainsaw because she didn't like the first one she didn't like the original i know she's 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 a person that likes more like the supernatural right type of horror and a little bit more modern so texas chainsaw was i think too old of a slasher for her to like really like appreciate it right she's just artistic yeah in the past in the past three years has been her horror education let's she didn't grow up pretty much liking horror. She she kind of got thrown into it in her adulthood. Right. So expectations are a little different when you're not growing up <laughs> with someone who also lived through it and is like trying to educate you as you grow up and having you appreciate it. No, she's kind of thrown into it. Yeah, exactly. It, it was a different time back then. So It was know. 74. Yeah. And that movie was made by the mob. Yeah. 
<laughs> Pretty much. It was funded by the mob. So, yeah, we're going to cover Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which is also right before the third one, which I think Matthew McConaughey was in. Yeah. I think he was in the third one. And it's the timeline I'm thinking of, because there's three different timelines for Texas Chainsaw. Same with Halloween. There are three or four different timelines in that universe that get retconned and redone over and over again. I don't want to talk about Halloween because I end <laughs> up so angry at Jamie Lee Curtis. Just so angry. I love her. I love her so much, but no. No. And, and I, I think I... I think it's I the would... writing. Not so much Jamie. I think it's more the writing. No, no. I, I haven't seen Halloween ends at all because I'm protesting it. But the two before <laughs> that... Those were setups. She set me up to watch these movies, and they were horrible. So I refused to see the last one, and she has disappointed me, though I love her so much. But there is still love. Yes. <laughs> Always love. So, yeah. We'll see what Kelly picks. I'm sure she'll pick, like, maybe Scream 3, or I know she was talking about maybe doing A Nightmare on Elm Street 2. We'll see what she picks when she gets back from Aruba. But okay. I'm sure she doesn't want to cover Hellraiser 3 because she hated Hellraiser 2. Which, I'm like, that's fair. After after 2, they all start going to be straight to VHS instead of going through the movie theater at some point. Granted, yeah. the new Hellraiser on Hulu was phenomenal. Really? I actually ended up loving it. Huh. Like, they changed it enough to, like, be a standout. And the new aesthetic of the Cinnabites, though, like, staying true to what they were in the past, right. still brought in a new light to them. Like, a little bit new of a design. And Lady Pinhead, like, I was kind of impressed. I was living. I'm going to have to check it out. Because I, I had, you know, my reservations about the new stuff. So did I. But I, I was bored one morning. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw it on. With, and it just came out. Maybe I'll be as pleasantly... I was pleasantly surprised. If you go in with very low expectations like I did, mm. you'll be pleasantly surprised. Okay. But the design... At least design-wise, it's very good. And they go further into the Lament configuration and ha and it has eight different stages before it can be closed again. Wow. So they expanded it a little bit. Yeah. And, and made it a, a little bit different, a little bit more interesting. Intriguing. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, the kills. So good. 10 out of 10. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Okay. So, uh, if you like our artwork as much as we do, you can go visit Kelly's sister, Danielle, uh, at Danny Draws, Danny Draws Dragons on Instagram. Link in the description below. All, all the links I'm mentioning are going to be in the description below. Um, she was also on our Annihilation episode, if you want to hear her voice. And it's very similar to me and Kelly's. <laughs> um if you want to join in the conversation give us ideas on new themes that we should do on movie suggestions uh you can join our facebook page at unnerved a horror movie podcast or on twitter at anerved you can dm us on that platform we'll see it instead of you trying to tag us and stuff it's just easier um and if you want to follow me for any fun, like spooky halloween makeup any fun posters i see out in the wild of movies that we're covering that are older like I did with the thing from outer, from a thing from another world, because I work at a haunted house. There's a, we had movie posters mm -hmm. all over, and all of them are really old school, like House on Haunted Hill and things yeah. of that. So I find like fun movie posters there every once in a while. So it's a lot of fun. 
Um, but you can follow me at on Instagram at Lilith underscore Hilltopple. And Odwin, do you have things to plug? Because you're active on the socials. Uh, yes, on Facebook. I have a uh, Facebook page called Shortwave Industries. And it's basically my geek page where I talk about everything from uh, goth, anime, uh, steampunk, as well as superhero movies, which I am also obsessed with right along with horror movies. So, Shortwave Industries, it is my version of Stark Industries because I'm against <laughs> Iron Man, but yes. <laughs> I'll put the link in that in the description below as well to go check him out and everything that he's doing and supporting. So, uh, in the meantime, everybody stay safe, stay spooky, and I will see you guys in two weeks. Yeah, everybody be cool and uh, watch out for dogmen and werewolves. I, I beg you. <laughs> okay, bye guys! Thank you.